Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast. Very excited to have another great guest on the show today. So, Mr. Larry, if you would, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Absolutely, yeah. It's Larry Bowes, and I'm with the uh, Winchester, Indiana Speedway, and uh, just happy to be talking to you and your uh, fans this afternoon. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Um, we're trying to help out as many short tracks as we can across the country, trying to interview the promoters and, and owners and anybody uh, involved with them because, um, and, you know, my listeners are probably tired of hearing this by now, but it's a very important rung uh, on the ladder to NASCAR and to any racing series. The short tracks, of course, are. Um, but we just want a little more insight here. Uh, Larry, uh, what do you do a little bit more specifically, and and how did your interest in racing start, and how did you kind of get to where you are? Well, it goes back uh, many, many years. Actually, 1971, I started in racing, and through the years, I've been involved in facilities and sanctioning groups. I've been pretty blessed to see a lot of careers develop through the short tracks. Uh, Chester Speedway, which is a pretty uh, story, high vintage, half mile, half mile oval. Uh, in its era, it was very, very strong for launching the careers of many indie drivers uh, through the USAC race. However, more recently, it's been turned over to the stock race and uh, with the likes of the Winchester 400, which is coming up in a few weeks, past winners of that include Eric Jones, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott. So, you know, many of the drivers that you see on the tour today have cut their teeth at tracks like Winchester. They sure have, and short tracks, uh, certainly a big part of it. Go ahead, sir. All right. Um, do you have a, uh, you know, you're associated with Winchester right now, um, but it sounds like you've had a long career, uh, at least involved in racing. Do you have a favorite moment or memory so far from your career? Well, there's been so many. I have 30 years over at the nearby Eldora Speedway, one uh, a legendary oval. So I guess I've seen the best of both worlds, but <laughs> over there, seeing uh, Jack Hewitt, a local hero. Uh, we have the four crowd nationals over there, and one time winning four features in four distinctly different types of cars. That was quite a historic moment, and I was really proud to be there that evening. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I'm sure that that Eldora is a track that I've always loved. Uh, always puts on a great show. Um, and you know, you have really done it all. You've seen dirt. You've seen asphalt. Uh, you know, you've seen all of it. Um, we, we've talked a lot while doing this series about, you know, the impact that short track racing has on the country. And, you know, while not everybody that races at those local short tracks, you know, grows up or, or, you know, ends up having a Cinderella story, a rise to NASCAR, IndyCar, you know, whatever. Um, a lot of them, they just, they love what they do, but what do you think the impact of short track racing is on the country as a whole? And what do you think it is, uh, especially for for sanctioning bodies like NASCAR, IndyCar, F1, uh, how big do you think short track racing is on a, on a huge scale? Well, short track racing is uh, important in the long run of uh, developing tomorrow's future stars, but you're absolutely right. Not everybody has the resources to uh, move up the ladder. So short track racing just provides a great avenue for those 
that just have a love for the sport, that want to compete against each other on various levels. And that's the neat thing about short track racing. They can offer everything from free stock bomber type cars up to open wheel cars up to full fledged late models. Uh, so it's a, you know, it may be considered a training ground, but it's also a battleground for many of the racers. For sure. It always is. Those short track Saturday nights are uh, always intense, to be sure. Um, is there one short track race in particular? And I know you might be a little biased, and that's absolutely okay. But is there one short track race in particular, uh, like a, a notable one, a, a topless 100, a, a snowball derby that really stands out to you as a you know circlet on the calendar event every single year? Well, to... Uh say the world 100 over in Eldora Speedway uh, it just completed its run last week and it is by far a marquee event uh, for the late models for the open wheel cars the Knoxville stands out but right here at Winchester we have the Winchester 400 and uh, while maybe isn't out there where it was many years ago with dirt Feature the Winchester 400 is still story giving, and uh, being on the high banks, uh, watching it come down for the green flag, that will make the air back in the stand up for sure. <laughs> so many short tracks have that effect, uh, but Winchester, it seems to you, sir, is really special. I mean, obviously, you know where where you're associated with now, but if you wouldn't mind, um, go ahead and, and tell the our viewers and listeners a little. Uh, abridged history uh, of the Winchester Speedway because not everybody uh, knows about it. Well, it's, uh, it was begun back in 1915, so it's uh, like the second oldest short track in the area. And it, uh, it was developed on an amusement park back in the day. On the property was an amusement park. And the story has it that the guys with their motorcycles to try to impress the women. And they would just like race around the parking lot. And so the owner at that time, Frank Fogg, he decided, well, guys, you just go out there and do your thing. And as they threw the dirt up, it just kept getting steeper and steeper. And so that was the birth of Winchester Speedway. Uh, the uh, unique thing about it is the banking at 33 degrees. Uh, it is and back in the um, just before Daytona was born, I came to Winchester and looked at the banking. And again, story has it that they pulled the banking at Winchester after what they, I'm sorry, the banking at Daytona after what they had seen at Winchester. So uh, it, it's played a pretty pivotal role, pivotal role in racing. And so uh, it's very, very steep, and therefore a lot of drivers really don't like to race on it. And so there's a great sign right at the entrance that says, through these gates, pass the bravest drivers in the world. Wow. That is, it's, it'd be a little bit harrowing, but at the same time, you, you kind of get that adrenaline rush, like, hey, that means me. That's me. I'm one of those guys. Um, yeah. And then especially if you're in victory lane at the end of night, uh, or at the end of the night, rather, I can't imagine <laughs> Uh, how you'd feel and you know you talk about 33 degree banks on a half mile the only other track that can comprehend that at 
is Bristol, where NASCAR is actually at this weekend. I believe they had 36-degree banks, and I think they've now uh, whittled that down to around 32, 33. But you think of the steepest tracks uh, in NASCAR, Daytona. You know, like you said, Bill France went there, looked at it, and you know, said, okay, hey, these guys, I like what they're doing. Uh, you know, let, let's make this happen at my big super speedway in Florida, Talladega as well. Uh, followed suit after Daytona in 1969 and and uh, is, is 33 degrees of banking as well. So, um, you know, Winchester is certainly a lot more than just one of those random short tracks in Indiana. Um, my last question for you, Larry, is uh, where can they find the Winchester Speedway? Where can they, um, you know, where can they come uh, see those bravest drivers in the world race? One hour northeast of Indianapolis, kind of on the Ohio-Indiana website, Winchester Inn and Speedway. Winchester Inn, Inn standing for Indiana Speedway.com. And also, social media, our Facebook is very, very active. And while we events a year, like four events a year, actually, they're all kind of marquee events. And so we encourage you to check us out on our website social media absolutely go do that uh buy a ticket if you can to one of those special events and in any short track out there whether it's local or not you know if you're not close to winchester indiana when they have the winchester 400 uh you know either uh you know you're going to be stopping a lot of gas stations or buy a plane ticket go out see the racing there uh it's fantastic year in and year out as it is at most short tracks across the country so Mr. Larry, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate it, and we wish you and and the rest of your team uh, up there in Winchester, Indiana, uh, the best of luck for this year and um, all the best of luck for uh, future years. Hope to see the Winchester legacy carried on. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yes, sir.